If you're looking for a clean, sober, professional, academic, well-researched, historically accurate, generally accurate, serious podcast on Southern folklore, ghosts, bizarre events, and unique people, this podcast is not for you. However, if you've decided you can live with that, then join us for The Strange South. Jump in. Jump in. Introduce yourself. <laughs> Nobody else did that. My name is Courtney. Yeah, oh I am God. a devil. Yeah, I love to cheer. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Oh uh-huh. <laughs> I am a devil. <laughs> yeah. I was a bobcat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. remember. I don't remember. You just have to say something you like to do. I like to jump. Yeah. Oh my god. Right, I can't right. jump. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. I like to drink. To yeah. Uh-huh. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> jump in. Jump in. That you. was what. Oh, am I supposed to do it? Jump in. I don't. Jump I don't. In. I don't cheer. Introduce, Introduce yourself. yourself. Oh wait. Do I say my name? My name's Marleya. <laughs> I am a, oh, I was a Viking. Yeah. Uh, I have no rhythm. I like to pillage. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Yay. That's so lame. <laughs> oh That's great. Hi, Marleya. Hi, Patrice. Hi, Courtney. Hey, Courtney. Hi, y'all. It's, jump it's, in. Jump in, jump gin in, jump talking. in. It's, I gin didn't drink, shot. Patrice I didn't made me No gin. <laughs> I didn't drink no gin. It's the whiskey talking for me. I didn't drink and no gin. And the smoky berries. Ooh, smoky berries. Ooh, smoky berries. berries. This is my first sip. Smoke so. all their berries. Hold on smoke a minute. all the berries. <laughs> I, had t- I had a week off. Patrice gave me a week off last mm-hmm. week, so... Yeah, first. I know. Last week, Patrice said all the things, and now I told everybody about how you can make pizza on a grill, and um, it's like ooh. the most amazing like discovery ever. So <laughs> easy, and you think that you're burning it, but you're not because it turns out so all right. Good. Burning it, burning That's it. That's the thing. Burning it down. Burn it down. That's the name of this drink. The burn it down for mm-hmm. episode one thirty five. Yeah, for one of those days when wanna... he gets the news. Burn it all down. That just pisses you off so bad. Mm -hmm. Here's to all my friends who've gotten any of that news lately. I made Mm -hmm. this drink for you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. cheers. Not not physically harming anyone, just burning it down with your words and actions. (laughs) And your mental psychic rage. Kick somebody in the nuts. Is (laughs) that okay? You can, but that is physically harming. Don't physically harm. Use your words Mm -hmm. and your wit. My wit goes on vacation when I'm pissed. The power of the people behind you. Yes. The power. To burn it down. Burn it down. Mm, Cheers. Not literally. (laughs) This is a smoky berry flavor. It's so good. Y'all know how to like some blackberries. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. That was y'all's favorite drink before the blackberry Mm -hmm. smash. So, Mm -hmm. muddled blackberries. Mm -hmm. I used the. Carolina Reaper pepper infused oh honey so glad you that I got that. at Homestead Hollow. I can taste it. This, sometimes uh-huh. you can't always taste it, but this one you this can has taste. Two it. tablespoons, mm. and then some uh, Sailor Jerry rum. I know mm. it's the favorite mm-hmm. spice rum, and then to top it off, as I've told you before, there's no more Bacardi 151 because people kept lighting their hair. And- <laughs> 
house and <laughs> shit on fire. So I got the next best thing. It's called Hurricane Proof from um, Cruise On. Hurricane Proof. I, I think it was Cruise On. Yeah, Cruise On Hurricane Proof. So it was 137 proof to light, to just put on the top and literally mm-hmm. light it and burn it down. So get on the tiki talk that there's yeah. going to be a video of it. Oh, oh absolutely. It's pretty. TikTok. It's pretty. And we knew to turn the lights off instead yes, of me so leaning my head see. over going, is it on fire? Is it on fire? And then turning the light off and going, Oh shit. See, we learn things. <laughs> Blue yeah. flames. Learn from mistakes. Blue flames. Uh, Can't see in the bright lights of the kitchen. So mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty simple though. Bitters, rum, oh my God. blackberries and honey. It's yeah. very tasty. You have to like put some, some power into that muddling though with the yeah, black elbow grease with the muddling. The blackberry seeds are so thick. They don't want to come through the strainer. So that's what was taking me so long. Mm-hmm. I need my, other strainer the top um yeah Yeah. i bet it wouldn't be the same though if you use something like a blackberry jam like a Uh, smash i don't think it would taste the same yeah Yeah. you wouldn't get that nice like Mm -hmm. just kind of rounded out berryness yeah yeah of that it's absolutely delicious Mm -hmm. y'all i wish everybody that's listening could could drink some of this (laughs) and you can and you can because we are not going to put it on the website right now (laughs) it's going to go on our new website that we are working on that we are excited to release this end of this month brooke don't hold me to it (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're going to make it easier for you to find all of our recipes in one place where you can search for like things that you like to drink so if like you're a gin drinker you can search gin drinks and it'll pull up all of courtney's gin drinks and there's not that many of those (laughs) i'm sorry sorry i'll I'll forget i've been been adding she's been expanding She's well, really Hendrix. good. Yeah. She even drinks some of them. Did yeah. like Hendrix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hendrix, man. Mm-hmm. This is the bomb. Scotland. And that Dread River one. We liked that Dread River too. Yeah, gym. Dread River. So we could be able to search by liquor, by yeah, flavor, like by strawberries. I, I'm even going to put tags in there by season. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it's like a summer drink or a winter drink, uh, you know, whatever. Like if you like strawberries, it'll pull up all of Courtney's strawberry drinks. There's a lot of those because all the fresh strawberries. Oh, yeah. 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 So it's, it's going to be amazing, y'all. And we are setting it up now and it's a lot of work, but it's going to be well worth it. Yay to Patrice because all Yay. the work is on her shoulders. <laughs> I, I am very excited because what we have right now is just, you know, it's gotten too big in a place that wasn't meant to hold that much. The world just can't control it. The world just, the world just can't hold us. The world just cannot hold us back. So we are like reshaping our world to make it so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't have anything else besides I finished beef. Oh, you did? Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I totally teared up at the end and i thought it was like a really great ending i was a little scared like how it was gonna end me too because it was kind of like i didn't know if i was coming or going Mm -hmm. or who was doing what or but it like it cinched everything up perfectly and it just had the perfect just like chef's kiss Mm -hmm. ending it is that's like that's a good way to describe i don't know that's a good way to describe the show to me it's like it's very much just a Yes. Yeah, I really liked it too. I I really did too. So thank you for that recommendation. Although Chad during it was like so like anxiety and frustrated with with some of the characters in it that he's like, (laughs) Marlea. (laughs) Oh man, I got cursed. (laughs) But it's okay. He he liked it. He didn't say he liked it, but he He didn't say he liked liked it, it. but he liked it. He did. He did. I know he did. Uh, He did. 
Uh, I wish I could say that I haven't really watched anything. I've been like passing out early in the evenings mm-hmm. lately. I watched, I've watched Harley Quinn, the the animated series with my kids. I've watched some of that. I've watched some X Files. Mm, nice with Abby because that's our go to. Uh, that's our go to show, and we just spoilers to anybody who hasn't watched the x-files god it's weird it's interesting to like to experience somebody else experiencing the x-files for the first time Mm -hmm. but they just had the uh the plot section where uh scully gets taken up in the ufo and impregnated and so abby what season is that it's only in like i think i swear we're still in season two Wow. Yeah, wow. I know. That's, That's what I was sitting there like, I didn't right think this it. was happening yet. No. But you know, it's also back when seasons, I mean, we're like we've watched like, yeah, long. we've watched yeah. like 20 some <laughs> episodes of it. So, uh, and uh, yeah, so we've watched all of that. And, you know, she comes back and she's in a coma and all this stuff. And, and Abby's still unclear whether the pregnancy thing was just like some trippy hallucination or whether it was real. And I was like, well, now... I can't hardly say anything now because this goes through the whole, this mm-hmm. goes through the new series that was released. Yeah, you can't, I mean, you don't, don't talk about it. Do they want to know the answers? Oh, they ask, but like, I'm I like, just oh. like, no, we're not, I'm not answering. Yeah, questions. that's, that's pretty much what I do. But I'm just saying like, I, it's, it's surprising to me that I'm having to do that already. Cause yeah. I didn't remember this happening so early in the series. Right. But um, uh, anyway, I yeah. Can... So that's been fun. That's cool. All right. So, um, that's interesting that you brought up impregnation. Oh. Oh wait, should we pause before we continue? Yeah. Do you want more Strange South every week? We can help. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can join our Facebook fan group, Fans of the Strange South Podcast, to keep the chat going with our whole creepy community. Do you have a story idea for us or a story of your own to share? Email us at stories at thestrangesouth.com. Plus, if you join our Patreon, you not only help support the podcast, you get an exclusive bonus episode for every show and a discount on merch. You can find links to all of these things on our website, thestrangesouth.com, along with photos, links, and show notes from every episode, Strange South t-shirts, mugs, and other goodies. See you there. saying interestingly enough you talked about impregnation Mm -hmm. nice ominous way to begin a story oh child just don't know so let's do it fair warning today's story is pretty grotesque (laughs) okay yay i'm here too it is heavily mired in scientific ignorance and a little bit of racism of the past oh no and it brings up a lot of questions of moral and ethical responsibilities oh lastly it's a story headline that you would suspect to be on the national Enquirer. and is it real okay oh so hey well done. I came across this article by Michael Krishko. Uh, this is February of 2018. And he wrote. Oh my God, I didn't think this was going to be recent. He wrote this for the National, uh, National Geographic. Yeah. What? For National Geographic. Okay. And it's called Sheep Human Hybrids Made in Lab. Uh uh-uh. uh. 
No. Get the facts. So let me read you an excerpt from this. Building National um, Geographic, not National Enquirer. Correct. This is the geographic. This is like the legit. legit. This is like, yeah. Yeah, this is the legitimate. Um, And we're getting the facts. So building on a controversial breakthrough made in 2017, scientists announced on Saturday that they have created the second successful human-animal hybrids, sheep embryos that are 0.01% human by cell count. The embryos, which were not allowed to develop past 28 days of age, moved researchers... Because they don't want to know what they're going to be. <laughs> right? Moved researchers a step closer to perhaps growing human organs for medical transplant. Sheep human organs? So in the UK, about 250 people are on a waiting list for heart transplant, but only 200 transplants take place each year. In the U.S., and y'all, we, we all have heart diseases here, right? Mm-hmm. In the U.S., more than 100,000 people need heart transplants each year, but oh only God. about 2,000 receive. Okay, let me go back to that. You said there are only 250 who need in transplants the in the U.K. and 100,000 in the U.S. Now, I know the U.K. is smaller, mm-hmm. but still... That seems a hundred thousand and two. Wow. Okay. Should they just should that just be something that like at birth you get put on a transplant list? <laughs> should that be how we do things? Maybe in the south that's what happens. <laughs> I wonder. So I'm starting to think. Oh, my gosh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> there will be a heart waiting for you when you turn fifty. Oh, that could be totally a science fiction movie or a real movie. or a real movie policy. Yes. So. This triggered a memory that I had, and it was almost a year ago. I was sitting in the car on our way going out to eat in Orlando, Florida, and my sister-in-law, Amanda, said, Hey, you do know about Florida breeding a human champese mix, right? Uh, wait, chimpanzee? chimpanzee? Yeah, what did I say? Champese. Champese? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call it, the champese. The champese, yeah. So the human and chimpanzee. Champagne. I can't fucking say that word. The champagne. champagne. <laughs> right. And chimpanzee. I'll, anyway, I was like, no. No. No, I can't even say it, so tell me more. <laughs> As much as you, um, dear listener, would like to think that this is not a thing, this is a thing. Mm-mm. I don't like it. All right. So, mm-hmm. The Guardian, a paper that I trust, mm-hmm. uh, as recently as 2019, said that there were unconfirmed reports of researchers producing human monkeys chimeras. Wait. Mm-hmm. Chimeras. Chimeras. Oh. Like so, chimera is like the okay. Greek word. Chimera, C H I M E R A. Yeah, I never knew how to pronounce that. That's why I, I didn't know it when I heard it. It's yeah. in Greek mythology. So it's, a it's a beast mm-hmm. that is part lion, part goat, and yeah, part yeah. snake. Oh, okay. So in this Guardian article, uh, they mention a report that was published by a Spanish newspaper. Um, that claimed that teams of researchers led by Professor Juan Carlos Espen something or other, Belmonte, I know the last name, from um, the Salk Institute in the U.S. have produced monkey-human chimeras. Mm. The research was conducted uh, 
in China to avoid legal issues, according to oh, the report. See, that's just never a good idea. So, in other words, there is some shady shit going on. We have to do it somewhere else to avoid legal issues. That's bad. That's bad. All right. So, just like sheep and apparently pigs, the primary focus of this research is to um, explore the potential for growing human-compatible organs for transplants. Inside the animals? I have no fucking idea. I guess. That's weird. So my grandfather had bypass surgery um, at UAB, and they put in a bovine heart valve. Mm -hmm. And it was only supposed to last him like 8 to 10 years, and it ended up blasting him like 25 to 30 years. Wow. And it made such a difference. Um, He lived to be 93, and as soon as they did that and opened it up, like his color returned, his energy returned, Mm -hmm. like all of that. So, you know... That was a cow valve. That's what we called it. Do you cow. remember Untamed Heart? The Was that mm. Christian Slater? Was that Christian Slater? Yeah, I think so. The, vaguely maybe remember Marissa that. Tomei. I that can't remember who was in right. that. It was a movie about a guy who was yeah. like a high schooler or a early college, and he was like weird, but he had like this horrible heart defect, and they had to give him a monkey heart. Right. And yeah. it was based on a book, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. the idea then may be that if they create these like monkey people then the hearts that they harvest from the monkey people may be more likely to be accepted by a human right transplant yeah, I patient guess they have to kill the monkey to take it surely right unless the monkeys are put on a transplant list oh, no. oh no <laughs> we just have never to, we've entered this vicious cycle of creating like a ponzi scheme <laughs> oh my god it's the hard mlm <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. This isn't funny. No, oh, no, God. but it is. You have to laugh to keep from like crying or throwing up. I know, right? Back to humans playing God, right? Uh, actually, uh, I feel comfortable saying that um, man is playing God and not humans because I feel like, and I'm just making a generalization, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Women were involved. <laughs> they didn't get any credit in any of these articles. And actually, I don't know if that's a bad thing. I just, I just yeah. wanted to say that, like, you know, women, we know better. Mm. Unless we're Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> but she's out. not human. Yeah. Mm. Sorry. Yeah. Cut that out, Randy. We don't, we don't want people, like, firebombing our house. They're not. <laughs> All right, so the idea don't burn it down. Don't burn, don't burn us down, right? The idea of interspecies breeding and hybridization has disgustingly been around forever. From the Greeks? From from cavemen. You had a name for it. Oh, from cavemen? Oh well you would okay, come on. Would they have sex with anything? Yes. Oh. Come on. Come on. Yeah. So unfortunately, man and animal relations have never been so uncommon. You know, you don't have to hear banjos, <laughs> and I'm sure that or bagpipes, or bagpipes, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I'm sure the term "pig fucker" was not invented here, right? Okay. So in medieval times, the notion of human-animal hybrids was mentioned in by several um, individuals, and a lot of these were, for some reason, they're Italian, and I don't do not know why. And it may be they were Italian because a lot of, I'm just like spitballing here, it's because like the people that were only able to like write and be educated at the time was like from the monastery and Mm. like, you know, the monks and stuff. And so St. Peter, um, Damien, an 11th century theologian and scholar uh, said that he heard stories 
of offspring resulting from the mating of a human woman and an ape-like creature. Mm. Uh, yeah. So there's there's racism. There's so much. The yeah. So much Ooh, racism cool. coming from the pipe because at this time they were in Africa doing missionary work. Similar, um, Antonio uh, something or other, an Italian Franciscan capuchin friar. This is a capuchin, capuchin monk. monkey. Capuchin is a monkey. Monkey, that's what Ooh. I thought. Coincidence? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to look that up, right? Who served as a missionary in uh, Africa in 1698 and 1702, also reported encounters with alleged human-animal hybrids during that time, their time there. So, you know, we're talking about, like, you know, the primate-human connection, too, but there was also stories of, like, human bird and human fish and all of this stuff. And this is where a lot of our mythology and our folklore and all, you know, all of the different cultures around the world have, like, some sort of human hybrid going on with, like, their mythology. And these tales often served as a way to explain the unusual or extraordinary things that they have seen that they cannot explain. So reports um, and attempts to create such hybrid have surfaced over the years, although none have been like scientifically verified. This is important. None have been scientifically verified even till this day. Well, I can't say that. Except for the ones in the Guardian. Yeah. And so they, um, you know, but we all know about this. I mean, we got Bigfoot. We got Chupacabra. You know, we've got alien encounters. So we've got like all of these these things that we talk about very much a lot here. <laughs> here, right here. Right here. Right here. On the strange south. <laughs> you know, that has not scientifically been verified as much as like a whole lot of people put time and money and investment into it. Mm-hmm. So what's important to note is that these historical accounts exist, but they are largely anecdotal racist and lack scientific evidence Mm -hmm. and you'd have to really trust a monk right (laughs) (laughs) so the understanding of genetics and reproductive biology was limited during those times and sometimes limited today as well true that and so the claims of any of this should be like viewed with caution, but let's talk a little bit about the actual biology of the pairing. Oh my. So (laughs) especially with all of these claims resurfacing about these labs doing, you know, the work here. So it's feasible that a human chimpanzee hybrid stems from the fact that chimpanzees and humans are significantly, they share a significant amount of genetic similarity. Mm-hmm. We share like 95% or they share 95% of their DNA sequence and 99% of their coding DNA sequence. I don't know what the fuck. Like, I knew it was a lot though. I it's a lot. Like, I thought it, it was like ninety nine percent. There's like one percent. There's one percent difference. That documentary I saw said that they were very close. To us. Very close. <laughs> However, and this is interesting to me, genetic similarities does not always guarantee successful hybridization, as visual appearance and genetic compatibility can vary. So, what I mean by this, let's talk about dog species. So, for example, a pug and a husky look very different, but they belong to the same species and subspecies and can hybridize hybridize freely. 
hybridize freely. That fuck, they, they can, can do fuck. it. They can mate. They can fucking have babies. They can have babies. <laughs> they can breed. A great pug. Yeah. What would you call a that? Husky pug. L- like a pug. Husky. Well, I'm just thinking of giant dog and small dog. A <laughs> like great Dane wiener dog. Husk. Husk. Husky. Husky. Pugski. 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 Okay, there you go. I like that. Pugski is better. <laughs> I um, bet it's let's, super let's ugly. Let's hope that the mama needs to be the husky. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't even, I don't, it's a lot of this is like, I don't want to picture any of the stuff that I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. That's where we were going. <laughs> let's not, let's not go there. Okay. okay let's not. Okay. So on the, on the other hand, rabbits and hares look very similar. But they are only distantly related and cannot mate. I totally fucking didn't know that. That's crazy. I I feel like I've heard it somewhere before, but I don't get it. Yeah. It's like, why? They both have really long ears. They should be able to do it. Bunnies. (laughs) Why can't bunnies fuck bunnies? That's what bunnies do. They have bunny tails. I bet you that hares are just assholes. I bet you that they're They're all assholes, actually. I mean actually have you seen watership down all bunnies they're all just, bunnies they're just bad mm. so of course all the big superpower countries of the day had a primate research and hybridization program what for real for real so russia had the most notable historical case in 1920 soviet biologist Ia Ivano uh, made serious attempts to create human chimpanzee hybrids through artificial insemination. And it's, I mean, everybody was going for that super soldier, right? The chimpanzee super soldier. I thought they would just send it to space. That's what they did. Well, they already did, right? I mean, that wasn't, that wasn't like any mountain to climb. They, Mm -hmm. they did that already. Not in the 20s, though. Not in the 20s, right? In the 20s, they were. So it was the 20s experiment. that they were trying to make chimpan humans? Yes. Yeah. This guy inseminated three female and pan, chimpan, chimps. I'm just calling chimps. them chimps. Oh, yeah, yeah do um, that. Three female chimps with human sperm, but was unsuccessful to achieve pregnancy. Again, Soviet super soldiers. I thought they were going to do the opposite. Did I mean, you? it's the 20s. We're getting close to like, you know. Oh, wait, this is Russia. Either way. Uh, Wait, I thought what? they would have a woman, a female human, well, that they inseminated. Maybe mm. they're like that would be sacrilegious. Mm. I don't know. Mm. I don't think they care. That don't. Really you know, if you're gonna so. make a super soldier, wouldn't you choose like a gorilla or something with a little bit more? <laughs> <laughs> Silverback. Okay, so they had female chimp. Okay, so male right, male humans. male humans, right? Although but inseminated, like inseminated, they didn't, like, make them. Yeah, got it. I got yeah. it. I got it. And she's like, please stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> I am not saying no, but like they said, it was insemination, right? Although Ivano's later experiments involving non-human ape sperm and human volunteers was delayed oh. because the orangutan died. Um, and ultimately, uh, it was also interrupted because of the political shakeup in 1930. He was also arrested and served five years, ended up dying, and his obituary was written by the renowned psychologist and psychologist Ivan Ivan Pavlo. Pavlo. 
Oh, yeah. Pavlov. Yeah. So they were like Pavlovian. all friends. The bells yeah. and the, the dogs. bells the and the dogs. Classical conditioning. I thought yeah. you were going to say it was written by an orangutan. <laughs> <laughs> so he already died. So, he, so they were going to so inseminate Pavlov, a woman so with Pav- an orangutan. Oh. Right. So they were and, like switching the script there. And Pavlov. Pavlov wrote his obituary. Yes. And did it. <laughs> Chip fucker. <laughs> Is that what it says? Yeah, that's exactly what it says. <laughs> you can pull it, it up on the National Enquirer <laughs> and read it. <laughs> oh my gosh. So there have been unsubstantiated reports of human chimps hybridization attempts in China in the 1960s as well. Um, While sources claim that a chimpanzee female was impregnated with human sperm, these reports lack scientific verification and occurred during that politically tumultuous time. Mm -hmm. And I was looking more for more info about like China's program. Like I'm going to go out there and Google like China, China's Like, all the secrets are out there, you know, on the interwebs for me to find. But go to the dark web, however you get there. Oh, I, there I, don't, I don't want to go there. I don't know how. I don't, I don't know how, either. and it's I like don't want to go there. It's tube you have I, to go I, down. I, I'm already... <laughs> yeah, we'll never come out. You gotta get like a, I mean, how do you get there? Can know. you do it on your regular computer, or do you have to get a dark if, web if computer? You, if you, this looks like Darth Vader's helmet. If you have to ask, you don't belong there. <laughs> that's my feeling. I agree. That's true. That's true. I know, but I think about it a lot. Do like, you? How, well, do like, you how really? do you get to the dark? Okay. I don't want to go don't. there, but I just don't understand. <laughs> like, how do I? You get gotta to be the a dark? coder or something. I feel like this is this is like the way that people talked about the internet before we all had the internet. It's like, how do you get there? What do you do? I understand. Can I do it? You're like, Bernice, if you don't know, then you don't belong there. You don't belong there. Can I do it on the telephone hanging on the wall? Is that how I get there? Can I just call the internet? Do I get in the TARDIS booth? Oh, maybe that's how. It's bigger on the inside. That's how you get there. Oh. <clears throat> okay, okay, dark sorry. web. Sorry, I started. Oh that. no, no, that was fun. That was fantastic. I started the dark oh. web. Oh, yes. <laughs> don't be, don't be throwing like conversations. So about throwing it. claims around. <laughs> not, not on the dark web. It's on the regular interwebs. <laughs> I came across a 2021 article from Newsweek, and this said a team of scientists in the U.S. and China, and elsewhere, which is totally fucking vague. <laughs> have developed (laughs) embryos that are a mix of human and monkey cells for the first time in history as far as they know what year was this this is 2021 2020 and the u.s was teaming with china for Mm -hmm. anything i thought it was u.s canada no, U.S., China. Canada oh. is like, like... Fuck that. I'm not doing any yeah, of this stuff. They've I got standards. You like North America, like yeah, U.S., Canada, standards. and elsewhere. Like but Canada doesn't want to play God. <laughs> right? They're just like, will you leave us alone? Leave us alone. <laughs> and don't let your people come up here. <laughs> That's right. Can you take your people back? Okay. U.S., China, and elsewhere developed embryos that are mixed human and monkey cells for the first time in history. This is more on the level of injecting cells into other cells and not mm-hmm. insemination. Oh, okay. So these are all done like in test tube on the cell level. Yeah. Most cells don't survive past 20 days. Um, and the study, basically, they're studying how 
the animal cells and the human cells communicate with one another. So this okay, is the well, research that's more ethically sound right? that's going on right now. However, back to Florida. But why? <laughs> Isn't that the question? Do they want to harvest organs this way too? Yeah. Okay. Everything. Why do they grow all... ears on the backs of mice? Why? <laughs> Have you what? seen that? No, they literally can grow a human ear on the back of a mouse. And I think that that's, that's the same thing. Ear I think that's the same thing as like putting the cells in. It's like instead of insemination or something, it's like, but I swear to God, if we search it up, you, you can find mice with now. ears growing on their backs. I don't want to see it, but I'm going to look it's it up on the dark web. I'm okay, sure. continue. <laughs> continue. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so however, back in Florida... Which is where all of this started, because remember my sister-in-law said, oh, yeah, 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 do you, you know about Florida, like, having human chimpanzee breeds? And I'm like, no. So, apparently, Yale Laboratories of Primate Biologies was established in 1930 in Orange Park, Florida, by Robert Yerkes, uh, a naturalist and a Yale University psychologist. It was located on a narrow dirt road and basically what was this is now a suburb of Jacksonville. So it was just like right south of Jacksonville. But back in 1930s, Florida, you know, everything was overgrown. It was sparse. It was rural, um, which is OK. Talking about the word rural. Rural is very hard to say. Rural. But I, <laughs> I listened to or I watched. Oh, who is the Nanette comedian? What is her name? Oh, Hannah Gatsby. Hannah Gatsby. I so I listened so to her latest Netflix special, oh, and she married. Yes. Chad loves this. So she married an American, and she's talking about like you know she's Australian, and she's talking about the word rural, and she's like you know like we don't pronounce R's and stuff, but like y'all are like go all out, and we're like. <laughs> oh she says she could do it oh my god i've got to watch it was that. hilarious i can't believe i haven't watched it yet well, it so just funny. literally came out i think this week so it was really good so anyway back to rural florida so this park was you know out of the way and uh they picked it because it was the right climate for chimps and it could be reached by railroad which i don't know why they're gonna like mass produce U.S. monkey soldiers out. <laughs> I don't know. And you can it, do anything in Florida, right? But it was like pretty inexpensive land at the time, and so they that's like perfect. So we'll do this here. So the research center encompassed 182 wooded acres and featured various buildings, including an office, a library, kitchen, this and work areas. The facilities had chimp quarters with reinforced concrete and steel wire fencing, providing eight animal rooms with adjacent outdoor cages for the chimpanzees enjoyment. You said it. I did. <laughs> as long as it's not with like some other word. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So the chimp quarters also include a nursery for young chimps, a maternity ward, and a small hospital. The lab scientists occasionally sought medical care for the chimps from actual physicians instead of veterinarians. And they would take them like to the hospitals for treatments, like if they broke an arm, like if a chimp broke its arm or something, and they would like wrap it up so like the medical doctor didn't really know what? it was a chimp. What? Like E.T.? That's like just, they put it in a blanket and they just like... Right, let yeah. It yeah. Hairy arm. I know, so right? this is just what I read so you know it's true. Okay? <laughs> this is in the 30s? The 30s. Mm-hmm. 
So also, how that. could you like? How can All you fool a doctor? Back then, right? Yeah. <laughs> they were. They're in there smoking cigarettes. Smoking cigarettes. This is Florida. <laughs> yes. This is Florida. This is Florida. Drinking, <laughs> slapping asses and smoking cigarettes. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, I don't mean to generalize. Thirties mm. doctors, but mm. we do. But but I mean, come on. So the rumor about the uh, humanities, uh happened around the area while this was going on there was actually a local boy scouts camp called camp oh fuck me <laughs> camp oh fuck me <laughs> don't send your kid to that one yeah. <laughs> no red flag right. bad bad is this where it all started all the boy scout problems started there this is no I'm sorry this is not funny but, it, <laughs> but no, but it is. So it's Echo Coty okay. Camp Echo Coty Camp Chaco Coty That changed drastically. Cote. That's a Chum- Cherokee name. Echo, yeah, it, it is. And I'm sorry. I'm fucking it up so much because I, think, I don't. Oh, I'd have to say it written. But I don't I'm know where the emphasis is, right? Yeah. Okay. So this was right north of the facility, like past all the woods and the rumors, you know, they'd all sit around the campfire and talk about the monkey farm and about how like escaped monkeys were living in the forest and they were going to come like eat your face off basically. So it made excellent scary tales for these boys. And there's, there's articles out there like of the, the boy scouts who went there and they were talking, you know, about, yeah, I really remember like, you know, this being a thing and everybody was like scared shitless. Yeah, and um, there's also headlines out there. Uh, you know, there's no good segue for this. Sorry, <laughs> I fucked this up just in my notes. I'm just, just going go. for it. So there's a headline out there that says a human chimpanzee hybrid was born in Florida lab 100 years ago, before being killed by panicked doctors, according to a scientist, the Sun, which is basically like the UK National Enquirer. Yeah, I was gonna say the Sun right? is like the bat the, boy too. Yes. Yeah, so all of these are all the rumors. It's, we're in the rumor mill now. Yeah. yeah. As far as this laboratory goes, so renowned. This is from the Sun renowned uh, evolutionary psychologist Gordon Gallup coined the term humanzy, which refers to the man-chimp crossbreed. And he wants everybody to know that he coined that term. That was Gallup, very important. Like, like the Gallup poll? <laughs> yeah, guy, like the Gallup. Okay, yeah, okay. same guy. Absolutely. He wants to know what you're watching on TV, <laughs> and he Man. wants you to know that he, <laughs> he coined humanzy. Humanzy. Yeah, it's the right, yes, yeah, it's, it's the correct term. It's the correct like, term. Like, yeah. He was also the guy. Yeah, he did that one too. He took a he took a Gallup poll on the television, and and, but he was also the one who couple name. He he also developed the um, famous mirror and famous according to him or according to science, I don't know. uh, Mirror self recognition tests, which proved primates could acknowledge their own reflection. Yeah, yeah. And claimed that his former university professor told him that a humanzy baby was born at the research facility where he used to work there in Florida. And he also went on to say that they inseminated a female chimpanzee with human semen from an undisclosed donor and and claimed not only that the pregnancy occurred, but the pregnancy went to full term and resulted in a live birth. And then Gallup went on to say that the professor worked at Yerkes, 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 before the uh, research center moved to Amory, 
uh, University in Atlanta, Georgia in 1930. So he's saying like his professor... So they went to Emory with this shit? We're getting there. We're getting there, okay? (laughs) So many things I want to look at now. Oh my gosh. So he he also, this professor who worked at the laboratories at that time when Yerkes was there said like this rumor is absolutely true and... Gallup said, well, he was he's a credible scientist in his own right, so why would he tell me that if it wasn't true? Because <laughs> he but, thinks you're a rube. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay. So the monkey farm, as it was called, operated within, like, limited public exposure. Uh, Yerkes preferred to, like, avoid the spotlight at the time, which is why he had it, like, in, like, the middle of Florida forest or whatever. Because he wanted to prevent like misunderstanding or criticism, or maybe having to answer some ethical questions, like you know pitchforks and fires, fires, and, yeah. right? Which yeah. you know is legit. All by Boy Scouts, right? All by the Bi- Boy Scouts, Burn right? It down. Burn it down. Um, 1941, Yerkes retired from the facility, and it was named the Yerkes Laboratory of Primate Biology. The lab became an essential affiliate of Yale University and was regarded as the world's second largest primate research facility. And the leader in humanities. (laughs) I don't know, China and Russia, right? (laughs) So after Yerkes, uh, the next director wasn't as secretive about the lab and there were reports of like a chimp who gained international attention because a scientist and his wife raised them as their very own and treated the uh, chimp as a human and introduced it to the human lifestyle and teaching her various activities and also raised it with like their three-year-old toddler at Mm -hmm. the time as well which is fascinating and i want to actually look up that toddler and his name and see like has he written any books about it and like what the fuck went on there because some of the planet of the apes stuff came from that right oh yeah all of this bullshit yeah yeah so the research um conducted at orange park significantly advanced knowledge about chimpanzees, making them one of the most well-studied animals alongside white rats. Hmm. Yale University transferred ownership of the lab to Emory University here in Atlanta in 1956. In 1962, the research at the lab focused on topics such as hepatitis, Diet's impact on artery hardening and the effects of radiations. Oh, so it sounds like they went from like studying the chimpanzees to using the chimpanzees as test subjects of, you know, murderous shit. Right. Oh, that sucks. Right. The lab was relocated to Atlanta in 1965 and renamed the Yerkes National Primates uh, Research Center. It's still there. Mm -hmm. However, it's called Emory National Primate Research Center. And Yerkes has a parking deck named after him. Which made me laugh. (laughs) So that's how I heard of it. So at the time of the move, um, the center house, a significant like number of apes, including gorillas, orangutans, chimpanzees, along with various other monkey species that thank God I'm not going to pronounce. The col uh, the colony. Featured notable members, uh, including a former movie star, Gorilla, who appeared in the Tarzan films. And another notable chimpanzee. Shit, I used to know his name. I used to know that. It's like Bobo or something. Yeah, it was like some, yeah. Or was some that the one that we name, but... took to space? 
I can't remember. Anyway, we'll look it up. Okay. So another notable chimpanzee, which probably has a lot to do with the um, the human Z rumor, uh, because they milked it. Back in the 70s, there was a chimpanzee named Oliver. And this is really where... Cheetah was the... the sorry, Cheetah. Oh, was, okay. Uh, yeah. the, the Tarzan. Oh. <coughs> anyway, go ahead. Oh, we're fine. Um, so back in the 70s, and if, I remember, was it like Burt Reynolds and the truckers, didn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah. Smokey uh, and the Bandit? No. It, uh, Smokey he, and the Bear? Smokey and the something? There was a while where like everybody had like a, chim- a chimpanzee sidekick. Oh, no. Who was, was it? Clint um, Eastwood? It was Clint Eastwood with the shit. Okay, look that up. I think we've even talked about it before, too. It's like, uh Yeah, he had a chimp. They used to kiss him on the mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, my God, in the 80s, we, it's BJ and the Bear was uh, one of the ones, Greg Evigan, but that was just, hold on. That was the truck driver in the chimp, was BJ and the Bear. Uh, but I swear, Chuck Norris did have a chimp or an orangutan. So Oliver in the 70s is when the world took notice of like the whole human Z thing because they claimed that Oliver was potentially the human chimp, um, chimpanzee hybrid due to some physical characteristics. But upon genetic examination, they later disproved this claim. Oliver's physical traits fell within the normal range of a variation observed in most common chimpanzees. Basically, like he walked on two legs and he just happened to have like no facial hair and very little hair up top Mm -hmm. and he was large and so they're like yes this is the missing link here Mm. but like i said tests conducted proved that he had 48 chromosomes where we have 46 chromosomes gotcha so it's the whole missing link trope you know it's the bigfoot trope that planted you know while we have planet of the apes um why there's a lot of sci-fi written about the missing link um kind of interest that we still have and i will put these i'm gonna list some books here some of the main books that talk about like the hybrids um on our new website when it comes up in a month i'll let everybody know yay um but the first one is a nonfiction. it's a book actually written by it has on here donald donald dewsbury but (laughs) his middle name is not donald i think that's kind of like old person filling something out and like but his name is donald allen dewsbury who is an american um psychologist and historian of psychology and he wrote a book called monkey farm a history of the yerks laboratories of primate biology orange park florida which i would really love to read but it's fucking 115 dollars i hate it when that happens so I have not been able to find that. But speaking of sci-fi, because we're like very much balanced on the edge of like sci-fi real life mm-hmm. here. So in 1998, Robin Cook wrote Chromosome 6, which was a medical thriller exploring genetic engineering. Um, it talked about Dr. Jack Stapleton investigating deaths connected to a secret genetic research facility. Oh. And the story raises ethnical concerns about genetic manipulation and uncovers a sinister conspiracy. Ooh. Right? And then we come to our much-needed racist disclaimer uh. for a lot of the books that were written before this, you know, 
before now. <laughs> I, was like, I don't know when that line was crossed or also now, or, or also now right? <laughs> but we all know this. So there is a short story written by H.P. Lovecraft, and it's called The Facts Concerning the Late Author Germ- Germain and His Family. And we all know that H.P. Lovecraft is a white supremacist. Mm-hmm. And he had he wrote a short story that had a lot of racial undertones, and this is it. And it ro- revolves around the um, the descent of author German. Um, anyway, it's just, I'm not even going to go there. Okay. So we just know it all comes from, like, this person has, like, a secret background and it promotes the idea of racial purity and it condemns interracial relations and suggests the shame of tainted blood is worse than death kind of deal zoinks right and then we have the bbc in 1988 this is not in chronological order obviously um did a show called firstborn and the premise behind this is Charles Dance starred as a genetic researcher, Edward Forrest, whose work led to creating a man-gorilla hybrid using sperm from an unknown sperm donor. And I'm sorry, but we all know who the sperm donor is, <laughs> I know, right? right? I mean, y'all ain't paying anybody for sperm. <laughs> Give me a break, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, so... Um, the cells taken from, like, the female gorilla, you know, all of its test tube baby, whatever, is raised. And he raises the baby as his own son, only to find out there are horrifying consequences for playing God. Oh, really? Hmm. Surprise. Surprise. There is actually a book that came out in 2017, um, and it's French, and there's no, like, I had to do translation for all of this, but I kind of want to read it. It seems very interesting. It's not. It's it's fiction, fiction, fiction. And it's called Les Orches de Stalin or something. It basically, means Stalin's or- orchids. Okay. And um, it was written by Corinne de Val something French and Norman Lester. <laughs> Doesn't sound as French, right? So in Montreal, um, mutilated bodies of young women are discovered over several months all missing their uterus. Sergeant Ooh. Detective Pierre Dumont uh, investigates whether it's the work of a serial killer or a, or a satanic cult, like Ooh. one or the other, right? So Dumont's investigation leads him to Jeremy Powell, the charismatic leader of the MAM, which is the World Animalist Movement, um, an orchid enthusiast and protector of uh, Nietzsche. Nietzsche? How do you like say Nietzsche, like the... Nietzsche, the philosopher? Okay. Mm-hmm. So Nietzsche, a highly intelligent bonobo monkey. Oh. So large-scale conspiracies unfolding, all the things basically um, drew inspiration from scientific advancement and secret archives from the Stalinist era, which were made public after the collapse of the USSR. So again, 1930s Moscow, things were happening, right? Mm-hmm. And all of this is like World War II era that we're, we're talking about. So everyone was trying to make the super monkey army um, <laughs> to win the war. And y'all, this is real life. Like that part, like they're, they're making fiction out of like all of the secret lab kind of stuff. But all of that is real life. 
like there are really labs trying to make superhuman monkey people. What the fuck? <laughs> this is like to like, win a war. To win a war. And of course, you know, Michael Crichton uh yeah, Jurassic, Congo, Park, Jurassic Park. Right. Um he had to have his say in this in next 2006. Um it was a science fiction thriller exploring the ethnical and legal implications of genetic engineering and biotechnology. And then we have another one, 2003, called Sims by F. Paul um, Wilson. And it's a science fiction novel set in the near future where gene therapy and genetic research have advanced significantly. Sims Gen Corporation creates Sims, a transgenic species that combines human and chimpanzee DNA and then treating them as slaves. And then the whole story is like when a group of Sims working as caddies at a golf course seeks to unionize, lawyer Patrick Sullivan becomes involved and questions whether Sims are entitled to equal human rights. I mean, come on. All right. And then the last one, the last book that I'm going to talk about, and it's not really a book. It's a short story that's in a book, and I read it just before y'all came over. And I'm kind of regretting it a little bit. Oh, no. Um, written in 1946 by Henry S. Whitehood, and it's called Williamson. Williamson. And the whole premise, I'm not even going to go into it. I'm just going to let you put the pieces together. There was a orangutan named Billy. And then there was a character in this book named William's son, Williamson. So mm. there you go. I'm going to close with a quote by the Spanish um, scientist Juan Carlos is a something Belmont who was interviewed um, about the U.S. China lab. And this is a quote he gave to NPR, another trusted media. Um, it says, our goal is not to generate any new organism, any monster. And we are not doing anything like that. We are trying to understand how cells from different organisms communicate with one another. So there you go, Amanda. That is your humanzy tale. And our future as cyborg advanced hybrid primates. Weird. Oh, no. By the way, it was any which way but loose. Clint Eastwood had an orangutan. (laughs) That's what it was. I just remember that thing always like puckering up and kissing everybody (laughs) on the mouth. I don't remember that. Really? Uh Uh-uh. Right. I'll look at when it was. Uh, yeah, you'll have to show me it's that. It's like Randy, 70s. Randy remembers it, so oh, we, yeah. it may be... Bef- like, it's like Bad News Bears yeah, error. It is. It took me a second when you said put the pieces together, Billy and 1978. So Year we were born. Oh. Ooh, I just told our age. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, y'all, for listening. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye. See you soon. Bye. William's son, Billy. Mm-hmm.